we build up, like you said, we build up these stories, good, bad, in between. And it's, it's really a disservice to our own self to be like, but can I change the story? What, like, how can I change the story? Some things can't change. There's loss, there's events that happen, but also you can look at that and say, okay, but what can I do now? And that's really what I'm just trying to put out there is what can you do now? And how can you change? And how do you be more than just what people say you are? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lassa Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world. And the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity. And it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. All right, babe. How are you? Welcome to the Be It Till You See It interview. I am so thrilled for this um, interview this week because it actually goes on Like's little journey, and I'm really excited for it because when I first was introduced to this person, I was like, you know... Um, that could be cool. And then I was like reading uh, about her and I was doing a little bit of research. I'm like, you know, what? actually, I think this is really cool because I too often have had people who've like, like said goodbye to the nine to five middle finger to the boss, peace out. I'm on my own. I'm being as I see it, but we don't often interview people who are like, yeah, you can work for a place and you can actually like tell people that you would like it to be a little bit more like this, or you could be a little more like this. And also, um, what I'm really excited for you to hear is the humanness that can be at a corporate job. Um, it's possible. Um, I'm not saying it's happening at your job, but I it can. And maybe there's a way that you can make that happen, or maybe this interview will help you um, seek that out. And we also talk about um, so many other things. This is like a nice little fun conversation that I... I'm thrilled for you to listen to. Ryan May McAvoy is our guest. Melissa Dolman is the person who introduced me to her. Um, her interview uh, is in the show notes. It's all about like why we need to talk about mental health at work. So uh, today's interview is just fun. It's a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I, I think as a person who doesn't work at a corporation, I have my own corporation um, and I don't yet have like a whole HR team, um, but you know, we're growing into that space. Um, as a person on that side of it, I felt like this interview gave me a lot of insight on like what is possible, like what I can create, because I've got to be honest, like when I thought, well, gosh, we have to have an HR team. Okay. Got to button it up. <laughs> Got to find someone who's like, you know, you know, here's your paperwork. Um, but that's not true. So it doesn't have to be that way. And we all listen to this podcast, whether you work for yourself, want to work for yourself or you work for someone else, we can actually be the change that we want to see in places where people get to be more human being, um, which is, I, I don't think a phrase, but I'm gonna make one. So here is Ryan May McAvoy. I hope you enjoy the conversation. I hope you have fun. I hope you feel like you're talking with two girlfriends and we want to know what you said on the other side of it. And, um, and then, uh, her bit action item is just really awesome. It's actually something I think we all need to do, no matter who you are, where you work, what you're up to, and what you want to be until you see it. Here's Ryan May McFoy. 
Pet Loves, it's here. OPC Summer Camp. You know that thing we started last year? Well, we're doing it again this year and we're making it bigger and better than ever because we have teachers from all over the world, which means all day long you can nerd out with me at Camp Zoom from the comfort of your own home in your favorite Pilates workout outfit without having to get bugs or dirt or weird camp food that's like some weird slot. No, you can have the amazing food from your own home. You can be whatever clothes you want to be in and you can join us all day long for whatever workouts and workshops you sign up for. In fact, you can even do a whole day pass and save the most money. In fact, up to 56% off if you buy the day pass. So go to opc.me slash events to see the full schedule and lineup of events. If you only have access to a mat, we've got plenty of stuff for you. We've got reformer. We've got some happy hip reformer with you. We've got so many amazing things. You can go to opc.me slash events to see the whole schedule, all 14 teachers and all the goodness that's going to happen at Camp Zoom. And I'm your camp director. Woo! All right, be it babe. Here's the deal. I'm so excited because today's guest is actually a referral from another past guest. And, um, y'all remember her, you loved her. <clears throat> I'm now losing my voice because I'm picking up on our guest today's Vegas voice. <laughs> the sexy. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, we're just going to blame it on Vegas. She was just in Vegas. I live in Vegas. And sometimes that casino just takes your voice away. Anyways, today's guest is Ryan Mae McAvoy. And what I'm so excited for you to hear about her is we often have entrepreneurs, people who've like left the nine to five, goodbye, peace out, word to your mother. I'm working for myself now. And today's guest is actually like, no, I'm in it. I'm in the space and I'm making it work, uh, for me. And I really wanted to share that because not everyone has that opportunity or wants to. So Ryan Mae, can you tell everyone who you are and what you're rocking at? Yeah, I am Ryan Mae McAvoy. Uh, my corporate self is the head of people for Blackthorn.io. We are a SaaS company based out of New York. Uh, I say that loosely. We actually don't have an office for very much like work where you are. Um, I have been doing kind of HR people ops in many, many fashions in a very weird, non-traditional way. I worked at an animal hospital for several years. I worked at a ski area. I moved to the Silicon Valley and kind of got that like, oh, so you're good at like being an EA and did that to like break back into the people space um, and really just not having that like, oh, I just want to be like self-employed and do the van life. And it's, I think we miss a lot of like corporate still has a lot of potential and we need people to speak up inside corporate walls to change. Not because we need to, everybody to be in corporate, but there still has to be, it's always like, there's always going to need to be the firefighters, the policemen, the garbage men, everybody has a spot. And so what do we do in our ourselves to make that spot as cool and as like open and wonderful as possible? Oh my God. I love this. And also so much to like things I want to <clears throat> highlight there. Um, especially because, um, first of all, I, my friend was in a college, like, I'm going to go work in HR. I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, what is that? <laughs> what do you do? Like make sure people like clocked in and out on time, like <laughs> sign their contracts. Like are you a babysitter. <laughs> Sometimes, and, sometimes we are. But also like what sounds so cool about HR is that you have, you've been able to like kind of cool into different unique spaces. Like it sounds like you've been able to like work in the, an animal hospital, but then now you work for this other company and you can kind of like put yourself in a creative space if you want to. But I want to highlight, you said this, you're changing the way you're changing the corporate world from where you are. Like, I think people are like, if I leave it and I go van life it, which by the way, the New York times, the whole article on like, is van life really awesome? And the girl's like, this is terrible. <laughs> I feel like like day three, I'd be like, so this, my Instagram looks fire, but I'm going to need like, to yeah. just go home. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, we made it to Reno guys time to just pack it back, <laughs> pack it back to the West coast. 
Um, but, um, but I, I love that because I think often we're like, oh, I have to leave to make things better, but actually you can, things don't change if you leave. Like sometimes we, sometimes it is a better, better option to stay and like make the changes from where, where you are, if it's possible. If it's possible, there's a couple of things I really want to capture on that. Um, I think leaving does have a powerful impact. Um, and it doesn't mean leaving has to be leaving the corporate world, leaving the the space you're in. Um, I love tech. I love startup. I think it's a very creative new age kind of there's cool ideas we're trying to problem solve. Um, but sometimes it is leaving. I left an employer before Blackthorn uh, that I loved personal relationships. I these are people I still hold near and dear to my heart. I have a lot of love for them. And I had amazing mentors that came in. I'm like, but what about you? Like, you're not happy. This isn't filling your cup. And I think sometimes you do have to leave to like do that change and you have to find your spot. And something I, I actually highlighted this on LinkedIn a while ago, our leadership team and our team is amazing for me. It's incredible. It is. It works for me. It is the best thing. Are there people, even in the HR world, I'm like, oh no, you would be so unhappy we wouldn't be stoked on you. That's not a fit. And I think that's where change comes from is being able to say, why does this work for me? But if it doesn't work for you and that's okay. Um, and now finding my personal philosophy on HR is HR is now turning into people ops and we're touching a lot more stuff. And I always joke, there's like old school HR. And I think of the lady from Monsters, Inc. where she's like, where's your paperwork? <laughs> and that's still really like kind of the, the brand we have in a lot of places. And it's so much, it's so much time, like trying to resell yourself. Yeah. And then be like, it's not, it's not just paperwork. It's not just compliance. It's helping people get benefits for medical care. It's talking about diversity, inclusion, and every day is a new adventure and every day is learning and finding new things. Even last week we had an employee highlight something. I, I don't want to share because I want to respect their journey, but I was like, it's not even on my radar. I didn't mm. even think about how are we not talking about this? And I, I do tend to get fired up. So now I'm like, this is my cause and I'm going to go like talk to everybody about it so we can fix this problem. But I think that's where people mistake us for like, oh, we're just checking your time card. We're just making sure you're not doing things. So, okay. This is so fascinating because like, I think in every industry, no matter who's listening and wherever they work, like there's the old guard of whatever that job was. And then, and then there's like opportunity to kind of make it your, make it what is calling to you. And it, and, and, that, and it obviously it requires you to be in a place that honors that, but, but it sounds so cool. So can you just like for people who are like, hold on back up, What's HR? Whenever I got called there, I was getting written up. Um, what, what is, what is like, aside from like the Monsters Inc. lady, what are like a typical HR and like, what is it that you've made HR be so that you, you get excited about it? Cause well, you're like I'm excited ex about it. I'm excited <laughs> about what I do. And I think that's the thing is like typical HR is, oh, you're just here to protect the company. You're just here. My most like engaged LinkedIn post was one where I was like, you can go, here's the common misconceptions. We only care about the company. We only are here to protect them. We are here for the company, but we also, I know every good people and HR person that I interact with, that's because we know it's people's paychecks. It's dance lessons for kids. It's the European vacation you want to take for your 25th, your 30th, whatever milestone in your life. If there's not the company, that's a lot of people's livelihood. And so it's easy to like kind of villainize it and say, oh, well, you just want to protect the company. Maybe, but why? But what is my intent behind it? If it's like, oh, I just don't want us to get sued. 
that's probably not great. Um, I, I don't want to think that most of us come from that place. I think we do think about the people. Um, and then it was, oh, well, you're just, you're corporate and you want to follow rules. I'm also an employee. I still get a paycheck. I use medical benefits. I take sick time. And that really kind of gets moved away from the human element of what we do. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of hard news that comes with what we do. Yeah. If you're doing layoffs, if you're terminating someone, if there's an injury, if someone's not performing, we're involved. And that's a conversation. Um, my childhood best friend wanted to work together. And I, we had this really open conversation where I was like, you have to understand if it doesn't work, I have to be in that meeting. I don't have to agree personally. I can know your side. I can know their side. It's that's my function. That is my function yeah. is being there to like, here's how we transition. Here's what that conversation is. And I'm not always comfortable. There are people and like, I, you can't, I won't refer you because I don't want to ruin that. I would never work with my husband. Like you guys are so amazing. <laughs> I'm like, she's a rock star. Cause I'm like, we have to have our separate things. <laughs> husband is like the friendliest, nicest guy. Everyone loves him. And everyone's always like, oh, it'd be so cool if you guys work together. I'm like, but how do you separate that? Yeah. And some people can't. I know there are people in HR, they work at the same company, they're like, we're in different departments. It doesn't matter. I, I have, I, I have such a, like a not good poker face. If we were doing a layoff or he was getting terminated, there's no way I'm like, Hey, what's for dinner? Also, oh, I, you, there's no way that would yeah. be like impossible. How's your, like, how's your resume? Like, no <laughs> reason. I'm just like, just like curious. Like, this is normal conversation, right? Like, we never talk about this, but I'm just like, maybe just shoot that to me on like my personal email tonight, and we'll just take a little gander. <laughs> like, I never want to be in that position. Yeah. Um, but I also think that makes good HR people. You know, here's what like I'm. What I love that you're saying because I know that like I do think and I have thought, oh, HR is this weird thing that companies hire to be there for the employees that really is protect the company. But the way you've explained it is like it humanizes it a little bit. And to me, it's almost like a Venn diagram. HR is kind of like the overlap of where like the company needs to be protected, but so do the employees. And like, that's where you live. And wow, do you get to be like one foot on an island and one foot on a canoe at all times? And like, I hope okay. you have good inner thigh strength. <laughs> well, I, I together. listening to you. So now I feel like I have to go even Pilates place. I have to go try this. <laughs> Um, so maybe that'll be my, my new. Yeah. Job. Yeah. Side splits on the reformer is up for you. Um, but, um, but I think like, I think it's what your highlight is also just like extremely, it's like being a human being in your place of work is so important. And if you are not able to be a human being where you're working, then it's a really good sign that maybe you should go to talk to your HR department right? and see like if you're in the right place. So like, let me just ask if I had an HR, I mean, obviously not every HR is you, but if I was at your company and I was struggling, like, are you like able to see that I'm in the right position? Are you able to see like, if I should be doing a different kind of transfer, are you also able to say like, Hey, this isn't the right place for you. Like what, so we what, try. Do, what do people do with, with you if, as an employee, other than say, Hey, I would like you to think about this over here. And that's the thing. So we try, um, we are multifaceted. We have an anonymous tool where people can say like, Hey, I'm just not feeling this. Um, it like the first question is like, how was your month? How are you feeling over the month? Um, and you, I think it's like not very unhappy, happy, neutral. Um, so we utilize those tools. We do quarterly surveys, our leadership. And this is something I am beyond grateful for. This is a village effort. I don't take all the credit for this. It is not just me. There's amazing humans that I think the universe just kind of put us all in the same spot and was like, let's go, let's do this. Um, our COO, our CEO, everyone's like, Hey, if you're here and you're unhappy, let's talk about it. 
Um, is there another role for you? Maybe. Is there not? Maybe. Um, if you just say like, hey, I actually think you're all terrible and I don't want to be here anymore. We'd rather you tell us so we can figure it out um, instead of you just like randomly quitting in the middle of something because that's hard for you. It's hard for us. Um, I also just don't know if people feel safe to utilize that. We really try and we mm -hmm. all of our leadership is open about like, here's where I'm at today. Um, I always sometimes joke our I'm a cat mom. It's like a weird thing. Our cat like fell one day and I thought his leg was broken. And I was like, I have to be offline. Like we're going to the vet and I'm just like crying and all this. And nobody was like, what is this? What's going on? I was like, okay, do you need anything? Are you good? Like mm -hmm. we really try and make that. I don't know if it's utile. Obviously like I'm like, I want everyone to feel safe. Um, we do try and say like, if you don't want to come to me, here's an alternative. If you don't want to go to your boss, here's like, everyone's kind of allowed to go where they need to go. Yeah. But I don't think people are still super comfortable with that. And I think it comes from, this is a new wave. This is a new wave yeah. of people, people. You have the older generation. And I don't, I don't want to like classify them to like boomers or whatever, because it's, there are people that are our age that act this way because it's how they were trained. And I think it's a matter of, we're just coming into this new thing. Five years ago, mental health was kind of being talked about. Now you yeah. have CEOs going, oh my gosh, I was struggling with my mental health. So I'm doing these like psychedelics under doctor care. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 25 year old me was like, oh, we, we don't talk about that. Like that's not. And now it's, so it's, we're still learning too. And I think yeah. the struggle is some of us are like, yes, let's talk about it. Let's change things. Let's build a different version of a company and other people are still like, oh, they're going to sue us. If we talk about mental health, they're going to, they're going to abuse leaves. And so I think you have to. Well, it talking. sounds like it's coming from an, uh, it sounds like where you're at, there's a, an inherent trust. Like we believe in what we're doing and we want you to be part of it and enjoy yourself while you're here. And like, I think that like, it does come from people at the top being human or at least having someone who can remind them that they're human. And I think, um, you know, it is true. Like I just heard the mayor of San Francisco on an interview and she was talking about like, this is what she'd like to have for Ben, the guy who actually used to give everyone flowers. And now he's has dementia and he lost his house. Like people, the, the people that I hear talking about mental health, I'm like, Whoa, <laughs> hold on. So I think it's so important, but I also think like, it sounds like it's also two parts. So if you're listening to this and you work for a company and you're like, Oh, my company's not like that. It makes me wonder, like, sometimes I think that like, are we also the employee? Are we also saying, Hey, here's what I need. Like, are we actually saying what we need to the right people in the company? Or are we just assuming that they won't give it to us and, and just putting up a block? I think that's very much, there's just this mental, like, Oh, I don't know. Um, Melissa, you mentioned Melissa Doman. Uh, yeah. I send her book to everyone. I I'm obsessed. Um, we have like the coolest unit universal cosmic crossing of paths and, really that's the fine the thing I find myself saying the most is I can't solve problems I don't know about yep so if you're not comfortable coming to me is it the anonymous tool is it you going to someone else what does that look like because I can't if I don't know what's happening I can't help it and then the second part is always be very very upfront I will tell someone like I said we had an employee ask some really great questions last week and I was like hey it's on my radar I'm not promising to change this in a day a year, but I now know about it. I will keep updating you. And she, she was very grateful. She's like, we just talked about it. That was very like yeah. helpful. And I think the biggest thing I would encourage anyone, and it's not even just HR, it's 
if you have a question, ask. Like, is it uncomfortable sometimes? Yes. Um, we did a 40 work week, which is actually, I think, how Mel kind of like pushed us together. I'm all about employee perks, the benefits. And I was like, you guys are out of your mind. This is not going to work. We're 15 months in and it's working. Wow. And you're doing four days a week. Yeah, we do. We have Fridays off for people to just like have a life. And I think, but it was more than just one piece. And it's something, it becomes a bigger thing. It's the seed of the garden to being more than just your job, just a parent, just a, a neighbor, just a whatever it is you identify as. And for me, I had a really rough 2021. I had some health issues. Our wedding kept getting postponed because of COVID. Life was kind of all over the place. And I joined Blackthorn. It was kind of funky. It was weird. And I was like finding myself ready to like, we have to do this for the employees and our leadership being like, yeah, we trust you. You got this. And I was like, whoa, whoa, I don't have to like fight you. Oh, okay. That's weird. And and I experience even now, like I'm almost a year and a half in and I keep talking to people and I'm like, I still sometimes wake up and like, do I get to do this? This is really how things are going. And I think it seeds into other things. I gained a bunch of weight in 2021. I had some really bad physical challenges. Our CEO is one of the most incredible human beings I've ever met in my life. He's super fit. And so I always felt self-conscious about it. Like I felt mm. very self-conscious about it. And we did a miles challenge in the fall of 2022. I'm also very competitive. So I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to win. It's going to be great. And I remember him and I were, were messaging and I was like, yeah, I did five miles. And then like, I saw your pace and it took me like an hour and a half and you did it in like 40 minutes. He's like, but five miles is five miles. Why do you care? You did it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. And so it's, and it develops into more things. Like I got up Monday morning, I'm in Las Vegas. I'm in this great hotel room. It's a party town. Got up and walked on the treadmill. And I just like sent out a message and I was like, hey, I want you to know like you affect more than just work me. Yeah. I know now that 30 minutes in the morning, if it's treadmill, if it's going outside and listening to a podcast, if it's going outside and having a phone call before I kind of start my day, that time and that piece that I've created is really meaningful to me and I need it. And it's something that is just really incredible. And I think that when we have that openness and we all talk about our struggles, because he's very much like, I don't want people just talk to me because I'm CEO or be afraid to talk to me because I'm CEO. Yeah. I think like, okay. First of all, if you're like wondering who Mel is, you guys will link her book in the show notes. We'll also link to her episode. You guys, I picked her up for the if show. If you don't because- like your HR person, I will anonymously send her book to them because I have been known to do that because I'm also a little petty. Oh yeah. Let <laughs> us know. Or you can, or if you're listening, just anonymously send Yes. I, we have, HR I, person. Yeah. But, um, it is all about talking about mental health at work and why we have to. And also it came, it's a great episode on like, um, like wellness shaming, which can happen at work. 100%. But, um, so I, so just want to put a pin on that. If you're like, who is Mel? That's what we're talking about. Now. I want to also say like, you know, the stories we tell ourselves are like so huge. Like, like, so it's like, if we're telling ourselves that I can't talk to HR, and HR is over there going, gosh, I really wish people would talk to me. <laughs> and also might even be saying, hey, come talk to us. But you might be hearing because you've just told yourself a story. So it's like really, you know, it's important for you, wherever you are, to listen to this and like understand what you want and like go say it. And then understand that they might be able to do it tomorrow, but like at least say it so you know it's been said and you can then find out who they are and how they'll operate and if it's going to work for you because maybe you don't need to leave. Or as you mentioned earlier, maybe you do. Man, Oh, we had an episode on stress with Dr. Bender and she talked about how 
whenever we're feeling stressed out as human beings, we like to reason, we like to make up a reason. And then that reason becomes, oh, well, it was, I got stressed out if my boss left the room. So actually it's my boss that stresses me out. Now, it might not have been your boss at all. It might have just been like something else that happened in your brain, triggered something, and like then you're stressed out. So then you're leaving your job because your boss, <laughs> you think your boss stresses you out, but really it might have just been like the food you ate that caused stress in your body. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things. And so it's like, we have to really be mindful of like how we're feeling and then being okay with being a human being, feeling those feelings, and then talking to somebody about it so that we can actually go, oh, you don't have to feel shame about it taking however long it took you to do five miles because actually you did fucking five miles and that's pretty awesome. Exactly. <laughs> and I think sometimes like we are own, um, my therapist constantly reminds me, he's like, well, the relationship you have with yourself is the most permanent. It's 24 seven. Like if you want to walk away from your pet or your child or your husband, you can probably hopefully take two or three minutes at the minimum, if not more. Um, and I think it applies to more than work. I think speaking your truth, like, I don't think it's the permission to go out and be like, I hate your shoes. And I think you're tacky. <laughs> I do think you have to speak your truth. Like, Hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Um, and I think that's something I was actually telling someone about your podcast yesterday. And I was like, she did this episode about the 40 for 40. I just turned 39 and I had someone be like, oh my gosh, you're gonna be 40. Like, how does that feel? I was like, I'm so stoked. I'm so, so stoked because my thirties, like I look at how it started and how it's closing out. And I'm like, it can only go up from here. Like it's yeah. only going to go up from here. And really it's because I really learned myself, like my good, my bad. And being able to be like, I'm just being an asshole right now. Like, this is just me. Like, I'm just this, I'm sorry. Like I, and sometimes you don't know in the moment, but I think there's a lot of power professionally and personally to be like, Hey, wasn't my best self. Um, no excuses. Just wasn't my best self made a mistake. Here's where we're going now. Yeah. And I think that that, but I think it applies to more than just HRs or CEO. I mean, you do Pilates and you're a podcaster and you do all this other stuff. And there's probably a voice sometimes that's like, well, I'm on this. Should I do this too? And I think there's something really powerful to be like, why, why can't I do this? Yeah. I five years ago would not have spoken out about, yeah, I think you should be able to go to your boss and be like, Hey, that, that wasn't okay. And this is how I feel. Now I yeah. might sometimes do it a little aggressively and have to be like, Hey, so I should, <laughs> I should have toned that down. Um, <clears throat> But I think we we build up, like you said, we build up these stories, good, bad, in between. And it's it's really a disservice to our own self to be like, but can I change the story? What, mm -hmm. like, how can I change the story? Some things can't change. There's loss, there's events that happen, but also you can look at that and say, okay, but what can I do now? And that's really what I'm just trying to put out there is what can you do now? And how can you change? And how do you be more than just what people say you are? Yeah. Not a pun on the name, but it kind of was. Yeah. I love this so much. <laughs> I, you know what I was, first of all, what I'm loving, and I hope those of you who are not working in a corporation are like, actually like seeing this. Cause like as an owner of a company, like I, first of all, I'm con I'm, I'm aware that like, especially as a woman in her forties who may or may not be perimenopausal, like I'll be in a meeting and I'm just like this meeting. I'm, I don't want to be in this meeting. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. This meeting sucks. Whenever we have this meeting, it sucks. And my husband, who's CEO, is like, Yeah, I think financial meetings just suck. And I'm like, No, I think at some point they should not suck. I would like <laughs> I want to have a fun one. I want to have like a fun <laughs> finance call. Yeah. But like I think um being a human being 
is really hard. And I think sometimes whether or not you are the person listening who is running a business and it's solo and you've got a VA or you are an employee somewhere, like it is hard to be a human being because we all think we need to be better than whatever we decided, <laughs> or we have been told we need to be better and may or may not been given the tools to do that. And there's just all this pressure. And the more we can be honest with how we're feeling and like acknowledge like, oh, I was actually really an asshole. And that meeting, like, I was like, you guys, I am just, I'm not in a good space today. So I think I'm just going to take myself out of this meeting. Thank you so much. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now. Cause I got to go cry in my room, but it's going to be it's not your fault. Yeah. And I think that there's, that's powerful though. That's extremely powerful, especially because it pulls into other things. Oh, well, she's just being hormonal. So she can't run a company or he's not allowed to have emotion because he's a man or dads shouldn't be on parental leave and things. And it ties into so many factors. And we joke, I've, I've been working a lot. My husband's fortunately been able to pick up some of the house stuff. And somebody's like, wait, he does the laundry. I'm like, well, he wears the clothes. So yeah. yes, he does. And sometimes we don't do laundry for two weeks and we just wear like, I'll be wearing a concert t-shirt because I'm out of like options. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. But I think that like it plays into so much more than just corporate. It plays into personal and something I really try. I don't believe in resolutions because I always break them. Yeah. But I always focus on like one thing that I really want to improve. And one year it was like, I just stopped drinking soda or pop depending on where you're from. Because I was like, I'm just this, like, this isn't healthy and like, it's not good. And it, like, I just don't want to do it anymore. And I just like, okay, so that's my, that's my thing for, I think it was 2019. Um, and in 2020, I found myself having some really pivotal relationships. I probably bit off more than I can chew, not knowing what was coming early down. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I really decided I, I default to anger. My default emotion is anger. I get frustrated. I want to cuss. I want to yell. I want to throw things. I want to be like up in the mix of like, oh, they suck and they're this and they're that. And, and I really was like, I need to get to a place where like, I, maybe we don't see eye to eye. Maybe we've had a falling out. You can, you can be over there. I'll be at my table. It doesn't mean I wish you get hit by lightning or anything. Mm -hmm. You just don't have a, speed, a seat in my table anymore. And that's okay. I'd rather have a table that's genuine and supportive but it also means doesn't mean I have to be like oh my god she's the worst like can you even believe right you can just let it go yeah so it's just so every year I work on something like that and this year I'm really trying like authenticity like I'm not saying that right but being yeah. super authentic like I know I'm too much for some people I'm loud I'm a terrible potty mouth I I love that you're an HR like I love everything about you being an HR <laughs> All right. I'm like the anti -age. I have a sticker on my laptop. I was like, I'm not regular HR. I'm cool HR. Um, <laughs> but literally I like, I'm trying to be my, and I, I have to like put myself in check and be like, there are people you really admire. They're a little soft-spoken. They don't, they don't love. And I constantly joke. I'm like, and then I like Kool-Aid man through the door. I'm like, Hey everybody, what's up? Let's do this. And having to learn, like, maybe they don't dislike me, but maybe I'm not their flavor. Yeah. And like trying, there's all these different Kool-Aid flavors. You might not be the right. Yeah. It might not be the right one. And I try and I'm trying really hard to incorporate that into everything. Like if you're a business, do I want to spend my dollars with you? Do I believe in your principles? Do I believe in your vendors? And even it's brutal out there. We all know what's going on with the economy. We all follow the news. I feel so bad for salespeople. They're just, they're trying so hard and you don't want to pull them. 
sometimes y'all, I, I got to call him out. Like we had a gentleman, he emailed me on Thanksgiving via LinkedIn and was like, I love everything Blackthorn's doing and the culture and the, the work life balance and the best. I'm like, okay, you're not in the U S maybe, or I don't know, but it's Thanksgiving. So like, I'll get to you Monday. And then on Sunday he was like, did you read my email or what are your thoughts? Like we really just got to like connect and synergy and jive. And I was like, sir, if you actually were authentic and read anything I've ever written, I have been out for four days and I am not going to respond on your pitch. Even if I need your product at this point, I'm out. And I genuinely hope like you tone down the hustle, you find a company that works for you and doesn't want you just to grind 24 seven because it's really sad. And he like called me out. He was like, I emailed a prospect and he like made this big LinkedIn post and everyone kind of agreed with me. I was like, just so, respect people's boundaries. Yeah. I mean, like there's awareness of yourself and awareness of like, not everyone's going to like you. And then awareness that not everyone's going to like you. So when they don't like you, it's not personal. And I think that um, that's a really incredible thing. I want to highlight, like, I love how each year you pick something because it's like a be it till you see it. Okay, this year I'm going to be it till I see it. So I'm going to have pop. Okay, this year I'm going to be it till I see it as someone who like lets go of relationships that no longer serve me and it doesn't have to be a big deal. And now you're like, okay, I'm going to be it till I see it in my authentic way. Like, I'm going to, like, this is how I feel this. I work for a company that also believes this way. And so we want, we're going to hire people. We're going to, we're going to buy from people who believe this way. And I think everybody, no matter where you are in your work life, we can all be it till we see it in the brands we interact with and the companies we buy from and the things that the, the, the pages on social we engage with, because all of that is information that we take in. And then we go off to work whether it's for someone else or ourselves. And then we tell ourselves a story based on like these 17 things that like connected all at the same minute as you're walking into work. <laughs> and then you pick the one and you're like that blue shirt that John has just pisses yeah. me off every time I see him. And you're yeah. like, is it really that? Or like, does he happen to just like, you got cut off in traffic this morning and he was the first person you saw? Like, yeah, it's just really, and it, again, it plays into such bigger things. I, the world is so opinionated right now and we all have our side and we all have our right and we're all, and I, I get it. I have firm beliefs. I have things that I am not going to waver on and things I'm not going to compromise on. Sometimes I don't need to yell about it. And that's something I'm learning. Other mm -hmm. people do need to yell about it, but I've also noticed by kind of stepping back the conversations I'm having are opening doors that I never would have thought because I can hear more mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can hear more about someone who I'm a straight white woman there's a lot of things I need to learn and it's really just like opened up the doors for those conversations and I'm like wow I'm actually like harder into this and I'm learning things and now you get on the other side everyone's got an opinion I know when I travel people are like where are you from I live in California oh mm. Are you going to come and jack up our real estate prices? I'm like, probably not. I don't know. Like, this is cool, <laughs> but no, maybe. I just look at realtor because that's what I do. Not because I'm like trying to like single-handedly destroy your economy. It is, the, it is the most hilarious thing. Okay. This is a total side note. Y'all we're going to go on a tangent. I was in, um, uh, I was in a different state in an Uber and I said I was from Las Vegas and, uh, and the person started talking about something that I like didn't really actually agree with. And I didn't want to like, I didn't want to get in an argument with them. I'm in or an Uber. Like dropped trying, off on the side of the road. Just trying to, I'm just trying to like get to where I'm going. I really should like, I really, it should just say like, I don't want to talk to you. And it's not because I'm an asshole just because I got the other things. I'm in the Uber for a reason. Anyways. So I just said, you know, 
um, before that I was living in Los Angeles and the whole conversation just stopped. And I was like, okay, well, that's one way to end a conversation you don't want to have, but it's also hilarious because like, just because you're living from someplace, moving somewhere, doesn't mean you're trying to jack up the real estate. Everyone, people are allowed to move. <laughs> I noticed this a lot. I have a, one of my dear friends is a veterinarian will not tell people because like, it'll be the most random. Like, what do you do? You're at like a social thing. Oh, I'm a veterinarian. I just happen to have this picture of my pets, but does that look normal? And you're like, <laughs> well, yeah. And then it, I'm sure people do it with you. They're like, oh, you have Pilates. I had this instructor and they were terrible or, oh, answer my HR question. I do this with, actually, we mentioned Mel previously and I know we're not trying to make this whole episode of her. I'll text her and be like, I need your professional opinion in the mental health space. Are you able, or like, I just need you to be my friend. Like, and yeah, we actually brought this into our marriage. Like obviously in HR, I have some, some skills and some knowledge. So my husband will have a work challenge. And I'm like, okay, do you need like wife me or do you need HR me? Cause I need to know what lane to be in. Yeah. And this all keeps coming back to like, I, I, it just comes back to like making like honoring the pace that you're in and not everything has to be an argument and not everything has to be antagonistic and not everyone is against you people that you might think are on the opposite side of the aisle of any like opposite aisle to your boss or opposite aisle, however you vote. There's actually always a Venn diagram of like, we all just want, we want the world to be here tomorrow. Like that'd yeah. be really awesome. <laughs> and if you are in a workplace as an employee, of course your boss wants things to work out because then they can pay you. <laughs> Yeah. So of course they want to hear, like, they want you to work out here ideally because it costs a fuck ton more to hire someone else. Oh my God, so does <laughs> the refill, the backfill is, is a real thing, but it's also just like, and I think that's where my, my passion comes from is like, there's, we get labeled and it's, oh, you're, you're a woman, you're in California, you're in Vegas, you're this, you're that. And I don't, we're more than that. We're all more than that. Mm -hmm. Every, I don't care what, what you believe in or any of that. You're not just that one thing. Yeah. Maybe you support that one thing that I'm like, oh, not so much for me. Um, but what are the other things that maybe we do agree on? Even yeah. if it's something small, or even if it's just like, again, finding the self that you need to serve in that moment is something yeah. that we have to. And the intent, the intent is a huge thing. And I love that you mentioned that because we find in, especially in the people space, did you have a toxic workplace? Have you come from a boss that was just probably really awful to you, maybe even unintentionally and they didn't realize it? okay, we're going to support you. We're going to try and set you up for success. It's also, you have to come to the table ready to like, not assume every, I still, to this day, if I'm randomly dropping a meeting on someone's calendar, we'll send them a message or something and saying like, Hey, I'm grabbing time. This is why, because yeah. if anybody's getting like a random meeting from their HR leader, they're like, well, that was, that was a good run. So I try <laughs> and be intentional with my communication. Cause I don't want to cause anxiety. Yeah. And yeah. It was my CEO was a really great example. When I first started, he like, I think I was like doing something. He's like, Hey, do you have two minutes? I'm going to call you. And I was like, Oh, I'm in so much trouble. I don't know what I did. And he's like, why do you, why did you assume that? Because we all do, because every, we all do. We all do. So we everyone all do. just tell people why you need 15 minutes of their time and do not say to pick your brain. Just like actually say, I need, I have, would like to talk about X thing. And people exactly. will actually say yes to meetings. <laughs> and that's like, as, and I'll be like, Hey, or, and if it's something a little sensitive, like, Hey, you've said, you've got some struggle. You told me that thing I'm mentioning in the calendar, it's going to be called this, or it's going to be this. Um, and most of the time I'm going to give away some of the secrets. HR people don't come for me. If you're getting terminated, HR is not usually the one sending the meeting. Um, we just kind of like come in from the back and are like, Hey, we're here too. Um, <laughs> so that's actually, there's a lot, if that helps anyone's fears, it is very rare. It does happen. 
I, I can't speak. I do not speak for every organization. Um, but most of the time, and I, I also encourage people because we're busy. We're, I, I mean, I send things out. If you're not sure, ask. If you would rather yeah. take two minutes to be like, hey, we're, I, you asked me to connect or, hey, you seem short in that email. Most of the time, it's easily explained away. Yeah. And I think that that's something we don't feel powered to do just in life in general. Like, yeah. it's, very, it's very hard to be like, you just seem really snippy via text. And they're like, what? No, I, I, I was at the grocery store. I was in the car. I was using Siri and yeah, it's, um, it's like, it, it's like if you either, either we all need to stop pretending that it's about us all the time, or we actually have to bring it to their attention that that felt a certain way. Is everything okay? <laughs> and I, I think in the workplace, especially like I try and say, I say this to myself, I, I give this advice to employees and to fellow management and stuff. In a company, none of us are really the star of the show. Like, even if you go, like, Steve Jobs, like, everybody knows him from Apple. Yeah, he was running the company. He was doing He that. didn't make the phone. He's not building the phones. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing is I think, like, it's it's easy. And, again, I this is advice I give myself when I'm, like, everybody hates me and they're super mad at me. I have to be, like, you're not actually, like, the hero slash star. You're, you're a supporting player in this movie that we're making together. And it's, it's sometimes easy to be like, okay, it's okay. Yeah. And I, I think that we all inherently are our own hero and we're all our like own superstars. So it's easy to be like, oh my gosh, I bet you that Leslie and Mel were talking about me before I came on the podcast and Mel like warned her and this and that <laughs> instead of being like, no, Mel probably was like, Hey, you should talk to Ryan May. Like she's got some cool views. That's the extent of it. Yeah. It's easy to build it up. Like you said, it all goes back to, we create this narrative and sometimes changing the narrative to ourselves, even what we say to ourselves mm -hmm. is, is hard. And there was a, there's a book someone gifted me. It's actually about parenting. And I was kind of like, this is weird. It's called <laughs> Growing Up Again. And it talks about as a parent, how do you change what you've come from? And it really just kind of, it's very heavy, like into the generational trauma and stuff, but it was very much like, okay, I had kind of a weird childhood. There was some stuff. It's a lot big proponent of therapy if you're not your best self but it gave me some insight on like I can actually just choose to not be upset about that anymore yeah I can and also like, choose to not carry that on like it's, we should all read that book um whether you're having kids or not because take it's like a great thing to even like take into the workplace and take into or working for yourself which you can tell yourself some whoppers Brian May you somehow have managed to make HR sound so fun and um there's a lot of dark sides to it too there are some in most industries there's some not great people but honestly if you if you aren't sure just ask yes okay that like right there <laughs> that's the title of the show um uh, okay we're gonna take a brief break and then we're gonna find out where we people can find you learn from you and also your beat action items all right, loves, it's super important to me that supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for three years I've been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands, AG1 is constantly searching for how to do things better. At 52 iterations of their formula and counting, their team is always trying to find better ways to source, test, and aim to find the best quality ingredients available. I love this so much, guys, because so many people think I have to get it right the first time, and they have done 52 different iterations. I freaking love that. So many people have asked me if AG1 is actually the real deal. I really do drink it, and trust me, there's a reason why I've been drinking it for so long. Quality for AG1 isn't just a buzzword. It's a commitment backed by expert-led scientific research, high-quality ingredients, industry-leading manufacturing, and rigorous 
testing. At each step of the process, AG1 goes above and beyond industry standards. I know I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances while the industry standard typically only tests for 10. Holy moly. I know that like I'm a recovering overachiever over here, but I'm super glad AG1 isn't. Okay, so taking care of my health shouldn't be complicated and AG1 simplifies this by replacing multiple health supplements like multivitamins, digestive aids, immune support, and more in just one simple scoop. It's literally just one scoop. It's one scoop and one bottle of water. It's amazing. AG1's ingredients are heavily researched for efficacy and quality, and I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Y'all know I've had gut stuff, so that's why I've been doing it for so long. I've partnered with AG1 for so long because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3 and K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash be it. That's drinkag1.com slash B-E-I-T. Check it out. All right, Ryan May, where do you like to hang out? You said LinkedIn. Is that your jam? I mostly live on LinkedIn. Um, I'm a little bit hard to find because I have, it's just Ryan-May with an E and then the letter M and the words PHR, which is a certification for professional and human resources. Uh, I do live on Instagram. Uh, it's mostly cat photos. So if you're looking <laughs> for like hard hitting professional content. No, we got some cat lovers. They That's, will just come there for the cat. <laughs> it's literally like usually like cats and I'm, I'm slowly becoming like a very much, I want to get my sommelier at some point. That's like my next career move. Uh, so there's usually like, Hey, what a winery here. Hey, I'm doing this. Um, so a lot of memes. I use humor. Oh my God. I want to go back to being a social media person who just put up pictures of my dogs and tequila and, uh, some memes like, Oh my God, what if that could <laughs> Well, I miss, and it, I miss 2005. <laughs> right? I'm like, sometimes it was so much simpler, yeah. Um, but yeah, I live on LinkedIn and I actually, I love LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is becoming like more of like my favorite social media, which is really weird. Yeah. Brad is going to want to tell, like pick your brain on that in a big way. Cause Anytime. he's like really convinced that like, we should like do some stuff on LinkedIn. And I'm like, I, I'm just, I got so tired of being sold. Like, I'm not going to even say the company's name because I don't want them to come for me. But that, you know, I just got so tired of being sold. Every single. There's the the 10 ones that are like, you said you liked yoga here. We offer these 40 packages. And you're like, that's (laughs) okay. Um, I think I would love to talk to Brad about that because I'm a very big proponent of LinkedIn. And I think the community is being built. And there's so much stuff you can see that you're like, oh, I never thought of that. My new personal passion project in the HR space is second chance hiring. You made a mistake when you were younger. You have a crime. There's so, I, I could go for hours. I'm obsessed. Like you guys, I need another podcast if we're going to talk about this because um, I'm obsessed with second chance hiring. And I have a family member who literally cannot get a job. He is overly qualified for because of something he did at 18 years old. And I'm like, okay, we have to find uh, a criminal defense attorney and try to get this expunged from your record. It's been yeah. 20 fucking years. You haven't and done shit crazy. since like, <laughs> and that's but- like, it's crazy. And you look at, that was the thing I always joke. I was like, Oh, what would you offer this? I was like, maybe I'll go to law school and you look at public defenders and they're lacking. And so then you get a lawyer that usually bills $500 an hour. And they're like, Oh, you're pro bono for this guy. He's not giving in his a game. And so I'm actually doing some volunteer stuff with a company called good call, New York. They have an algorithm right now that if you are arrested in New York, they're going to start going across country. They will get you connected with law enforcement, uh, law enforcement representation, whether it's an attorney, a legal aid, something just to get you on the right track. No charge, low cost. 
Um, and there's some orgs just doing some great work, honest jobs out of Denver. They literally are a talent platform management for finding like, Hey, you have a criminal record. You know that you acknowledge it. Let's get you placed. Um, love it. It's just such a passion project. We'll get these links and I'll put them in the show notes because please, because, um, I'm like, I think some, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. And you got to pick something that you're passionate about. And like, it can't, we all, like, if we all just donate to the world, like it's not going to work. Like we have, like, there's all these little problems at home that you can actually make a massive impact on. I love what you're talking about. Well, and um, it's not even like dollars at point. Like I literally reached out to a call and I was like, Hey, I know you guys are small. Here's what I can offer. I would love to give you $10 million to fund your project. I don't have it. I'm sorry. So we're doing those kind of things. And I think it really just comes from LinkedIn now, as opposed to LinkedIn, even in like 2019, 2020, I was connected with them because someone liked a post that was talking about it. And their CEO, mm. Jelani, who's an amazing human who I should totally connect you with, um, was just like, he was like, Hey, here's my email. If you have any input. And I, I just like emailed him. It was very random and cold connection. Like, Hey, I'm some lady from California, you know, nothing about, but I'd really like to help. Oh, please do. Cause I would love to highlight them. Cause like, I want to know how you even start something like that. And yeah. like, it's so there's so many good orgs i'll send you all the links yeah and i want to highlight them um because i want more people to know and like somehow support them okay real quick because we can obviously talk forever you're amazing um ditto uh yeah be it action items bold executable intrinsic targeted steps people can take to be it till they see it what is your tip for them today do not label yourself as one thing you are a multifaceted human being. You are a, your career, your parent, your spouse, you're this serve the version of you in that moment that serves you best. Yeah. Sometimes I am not the HR person. I'm the wife and I just have to be in that role. And sometimes I'm Ryan May, who's having a really hard mental day that needs to be the cat lady on the couch with her Netflix and some mac and cheese. And I think the more you deny the layers of yourself, you become less authentic in each version and you get consumed. I could let my job consume me if I wanted because I, I I like it. There's a lot of work to be done. I fortunately have now colleagues and people outside of my life that are like, hey girl, take a break. How you feeling? What are you doing? Did you eat? Are you, are you watering? Did you go on a walk? Like, what are you doing? And I think you have to really acknowledge and honor even the bad parts. Like you were saying, you hate finance meetings. I think you can be like, okay, I'm LL in the finance meeting. This is the worst version I'm going to be today. Let's get it done. And that's okay. You're serving that version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, that's okay. I, my team, I hope you just heard that. Way. I get full permission just to be that. Person. They're going to message me on LinkedIn and be like, now you have to be our HR lady. <laughs> Come in and HR this. Um, but yeah, so it's, I think you have to serve the good, the bad, and you have to acknowledge all of it. And you have to learn what is that? There are parts of ourselves we're not going to love. It's unfortunate. I, you can get any woo-woo, love every moment of yourself. No, I had life. a therapist, best advice she ever gave me. She's like, you don't have to like that version of you. Like, like yeah. there's like that, there's an eight-year-old LL who likes to like freak out about money whenever I have it. And I can actually go, you know what? I heard you. Thank you. You can just go back to your seat. Appreciate it. I think that's, <laughs> like, I think that's okay. Like I struggle. I had some parental stuff and I think it's very like disarming to people when I'm like, yeah, my parents were the greatest sometimes. It's not discounting the good that they did. Right. It's okay. It's also, I say all the time when people are getting in new relationships and stuff, the partner I am to my husband is so much better than the RM that dated all everyone before. 
long term, yeah. short term, because one, I saw the value in our relationship. I liked myself a lot more and I was more comfortable with the good, the bad, and like being that very like being in a marriage is very intimate for like even non-sexual reasons. Like you're just it's 24-7. Your everything, your finances, your mental health, your physical health, everything oh, is yeah. intertwined. And there's a part of me that honors like, you know, that guy I dated before Phil, I wasn't really good to him. I'm not saying he was great to me either. We probably weren't good for each other. But everything I took from that, I can sit here and say, here's how I'm going to do it different and why. And I mm -hmm. think that you have to acknowledge it. I'm the same way about money. Like I, my husband's a responsible one and like, he'll be like, just buy it. And I'm like, what if we're going to like lose our house? Then I internalize, like people will talk about, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to get fired from my job, whatever. And I'm like, we have to eat ramen. Where's all our money? What are we doing? And he's like, so we're good. Like that has nothing to do with us and I like pull it on myself and he's like I don't know where this is coming from and we talk about it and he's like oh my mom was a CPA so she taught me about finances and did all this my parents were like good luck <laughs> so yeah oh yeah no my my husband's parents were accountants so um oh my gosh I feel like we have like seven more episodes we do just, like, we do stuff we, we can totally talk about do. but I love but this I love that I love just honoring the version of yourself and not just labeling yourself as just one thing I think it gives so much freedom and I hope and it actually allows you all to be it till you see it so okay be who you need to be in that moment and accept that sometimes it's not the best version of yourself ah Yes. 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 Thank you for being here and sharing anytime, sharing all of your, all of your parts of you and also making HR sound like I, somebody I want to hire. Um, <laughs> well, if you ever, I, HR goals now, <laughs> if you ever need some advice, I'm a quick email or LinkedIn yeah, away. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're on the list. <laughs> love that. Um, but thank you for having me. Like, honestly. Uh, yeah, this is so fun. This um, is such a fun conversation. You guys, what are your takeaways? What parts of the story like resonate with you? What parts are you actually going, oh, thank, I'm going to use that. Let us know. Uh, tag Ryan May um, and her cats on Instagram yes. or on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also on there. My team makes sure. Uh, and also share this episode with a friend. And until next time, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network. It's written, filmed, and recorded by your hosts, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. It is produced and edited by the epic team at Desenio. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist, Jean Franklin Chofer. Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velasquez for our transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herico for adding all the content to our website, and finally to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. All right, my coffee lovers, I got something for you. And I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this, you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go. In fact, I know the plaza instructors around here are taking coffee, kombucha, tea, and water into every class that they take. So this one is amazing because this is Pure Cafe Bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre-brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet. 
and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing, and then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress, and it has cordyceps. And what are cordyceps, you ask? Oh, that's right, Brad's here. Nature's powerful secret energizer, a rare species of fungi, cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries-old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients. This natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well-being. And seriously, it's actually super simple to make. Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon. We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And the black coffee is like less than a dollar a packet. So it's like, it's really kind of amazing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan of the caramel myself. He the does caramel like has it. a little bit of, uh, of milk in it. So. It has some dairy. So my dairy free peeps, you, you can't do the caramel, but you can do the black, right? Yeah. The black coffee is vegan, keto, gluten-free, non-GMO, nut-free, dairy-free, fat-free, and CGMP compliant. All right. So here's the deal. You need to go to beitpod.com slash coffee, B-E-I-T-P-O-D.com slash coffee. And when you do that, you are going to be able to get some amazing coffee that we're loving. You can buy it as a one-time purchase, or you can actually get it as a subscription. There's even family packs. So if you know that you've got a lot of coffee drinkers in your household, this is amazing. And it's honestly cheaper than all the coffees we've been making at home. So we are so excited. I hope you are. Go to beatpod.com slash coffee. And, you know, cheers to you and I. Every morning, we'll be drinking the same coffee together. Woo!